0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Listen, if you have not heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Yeah, I got your attention now, right? Number two, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number three, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Number four, you can make money from your podcast. That's right. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum viewership. Number five, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So right now, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor. FM to get started. What's up, everybody? You are listening to the What Now podcast where we discuss ways of effectively addressing life's most difficult moments. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the what now podcast. That's right. The what now podcast where we discuss effective ways of facing life's most difficult moments. And we understand we matured. Those moments are no longer difficult to us. They are defining moments and not because those moments define us, but because we have taken back the power, the authority and the right to define those Moments. All right. My name is Clifton Petty John. I'm a purpose strategist, author, transformation coach and spiritual leader. I provide tools and strategies to transition you from merely existing to living a life full of purpose. For the sake of this podcast, you can call me Cliff. All right. So this is the second part to the podcast I just released before this one where I was talking about um, my situation, my recent situations with my eyes. And the reason why I had to do this second part is because I got so excited talking about the first part that I forgot the whole purpose of me posting. So, Tonight is probably going to be very short. I'm not going to say that because I don't know. I'm going to talk about the very reason why I even posted about the experience with my eyes. So anyway, as I was telling you guys, you know, not going to go back through it. Go back and listen to part one and then come back to me. Okay, so stop it right now. Go listen to part one, then come back and listen to part two. But one of the things that my doctor said um was... Cliff, I wasn't concerned about you coming in on Saturday. He said, the reason why is because I know that you can recognize rejection. Now, he's talking about rejection as it related to my cornea. Uh, And the reason why I can recognize rejection is because both of my eyes have experienced rejection. One experienced it to the point where we had to do a second cornea transplant and the other eye experienced it, but we rescued it from rejection. And I'm going to tell you something. Rejection is powerful. I've experienced rejection, <laughs> you know, so much throughout my life, externally and internally. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like um, I was only rejected by others. The main source of my rejection came from myself, from me rejecting myself, rejecting who the creator had created and called and purpose and designed me to be. I rejected me for years and sometimes I have to pull myself together and make sure that I'm still not rejecting myself because sometimes it can be easy to reject yourself, especially in a world where who you really are many times is not accepted. And I'm not just talking about being a uh, gay black man, but there's many times I'm just not accepted. Y'all know I did the webinar. Check it out, com, where I did the webinar on being weird. I am weird, okay? And I talked about how I embraced that weirdness and I've changed the my mindset concerning weirdness And I've embraced that as it relates to my purpose. But he told me, he said, Cliff, I understood. And I I was concerned about your eyes, but I wasn't concerned about your eyes. He said, because I knew that you knew how, listen to this, to identify rejection and communicate rejection. I know that you have the ability to identify rejection and communicate rejection. And he said, he said, he went on to say how he knew that me calling on the weekend was, you know, really an emergency because I'm not one of them patients. Listen, I'm going to call that last minute. Even if I have to sleep Saturday and Sunday and then come in on Monday, that's just how I operate. But what hit me so hard was he said, you had the ability to identify commute, uh, identify rejection. And you had the ability to communicate it. He said, I was specifically giving her, she's a, she's a, a doctor there as well. She was the on-call doctor. Now she's not the specialist that he is. He said, but I was specifically giving her questions to ask you as it related to rejection. And I said, I know, I said, if you talk to her, she'll explain to you that as she was asking me these questions, I was explaining to her, I know this isn't my cornea rejecting, I've been there before when my cornea rejects I'm, I have sharp stabbing pains and my vision gets blurry. I said, but this time my vision is not blurry whatsoever. And you know, from the first uh, episode where I talked about it, we talked about how my vision had actually gotten better and it had increased. However, there was some things going on around the vision around the vision, but I just wanted to get on tonight just to talk about the sense of how he had identified that I had the ability not just to identify rejection, but to communicate rejection rejection. So here's my question to you in your personal life. And in the lives of those that you're connected to and that you are spiritually, emotionally, financially, uh, whatever type of responsibility you have for individuals, can you rightfully identify rejection and communicate that rejection that they're experiencing? In your own personal life now, we're taking it away from the cornea rejecting. Can you identify rejection in your life and communicate rejection in your life or I want to ask your question have you misdiagnosed some things and identified them as rejection but it actually was a way of escape for you have you misidentified rejection was it really rejection or I will take it a step further was it them rejecting you Or was it you rejecting you? Was it them rejecting the ministry in your life, or was it you rejecting the ministry in your life? Was it them rejecting your business plan, or was it you rejecting your business plan? Was it them rejecting your greatness, or was it you rejecting your greatness? Was it them rejecting you, or was it them rejecting the presentation that you have be comfortable become comfortable with because you continue to reject yourself? Be honest. Have you learned to identify true rejection and communicate that true rejection? And then if you have, if you have, if you have, what are you doing with that information? After you've identified it, whether it is or not, what are you doing with that information? I want you all to understand we all have the ability. We all have the ability to communicate or to identify rejection. Anthony Baker Jr. is the CEO of a nonprofit community organization called Helping the Homeless. As an organization, they are committed to changing lives and making others smile. In addition to providing hands-on services for the homeless community all over Philadelphia, they also have a Big Brothers Mentoring Program where participating youth are taught the value of giving back to their community. To learn more about the organization, call 215-487-8589. Or email them at H-T-H Philly At gmail.com thinking of selling or buying your dream home? Then contact Harrison Domerkin, the People's Agent. As a licensed realtor in both Delaware and Maryland, Harrison desires to help you sell or buy your home and he promises you that your experience with him will be great. Call or text him today at 302- 260 0659 or email him at harrisondomerkent at gmail.com. In our lives, in the lives of others, we all have the ability to communicate as a part of our intelligence. So part of our makeup. However, we have to make sure that we are not distracted by everything that might be pointing towards rejection or pointing in another direction of rejection or pointing whatever direction is pointing in. But we don't allow that to taint our ability to recognize and to communicate. What are you recognizing and what are you communicating? And is what you are recognizing what you are communicating or are you communicating your past experience? Because see, I could have communicated my past experience. I could have worked that thing up in my mind to say, Oh my God, I'm being, it's being rejected. My cornea is rejecting. Oh my God, my vision is blurry and it actually not be blurry. Have we ever, are we creating mirages that are connected to our past because the pain feels the same. Because the pain feels the same. The experience feels the same. It's just We're just hurting and we're not taking time to disconnect from that hurt just for a second. I'm not asking you to completely disconnect from that hurt, but I'm asking you to disconnect from the hurt where that hurt ties you to your past so you can identify where it actually hurts. Because sometimes, I don't know if you've ever experienced so much pain in your life that you will attribute pain to certain areas of your life that it isn't even connected to the area of your life. Maybe you've never been there. Like your head start hurting, and then you're sitting down and you read something, and you're trying to figure out, well, why is my head hurting on the left side of my head? And you Google that, and it says pain in the left side of your head is also accompanied by pain in your foot which is also accompanied by pain in your hip and pain in your lower back. And that means that you have such and such. And before you know it, you're now communicating what you've read, even though that's not what's manifesting in your life. Is what you're communicating really manifesting in your life? Is what you're identifying first, before you communicate it, is what you're identifying really manifesting in your life? Or is it simply a mirage, simply a mirage? Now, some of you might not know how I actually got here. So we're going to flip it and reverse it and go backwards. As I said, went to the doctor. He basically told me that, well, he told me that the reason why he wasn't concerned or as concerned with my eye was because the questions that he had given the on-call doctor to ask me, I had communicated to him that my eye was not in rejection. I had acknowledged it and I communicated it. I identified it, I'm sorry, I identified it and I communicated it and we paralleled that to our everyday life. We wanted to know is what we are really identifying Are we communicating what we're identifying in the thing that we are identifying? Has that been tainted by past experiences? I didn't allow the rejection that had taken place in my eye before to affect my communication of the pain that I was experiencing. Now, let's flip that to our natural life. Let's look at relationships that we're in. Let's look at circumstances and situations that we're in. When we are communicating or identifying a situation that we are in, are we attaching that to a situation that looked familiar or a person that looked familiar? Are we doing that? Everybody name that starts with the letter D, you know, like loosely I'm using this. Everybody that's they start with the letter D is nothing but a dog. And I done went and found me somebody else with the letter D, and they didn't call me, and it's been ten minutes since they called me. Now you forgot they're at work. They're at work. You're calling them at work getting ready to get them fired. Because in your mind, they need to be available to you twenty four seven. Because the last person that didn't call you all day cheated on you. So now you're identifying them. And I'm using something that's, you know, is broad, is very broad, but that's the reality of it. Sometimes we are identifying what's before us. It's right there before us. And we still can't see it for what it is because we are too connected to the last experience we had. So no matter how much, What's before us is good for us and it's not the manifestation of what once was. We see it as what once, what, what once was because we haven't disconnected our experience from that. So again, I asked, I asked, is, are you identifying rejection? Or are you identifying you rejecting the present because you're still connected to the past? And how are you communicating that? That's my only question to you tonight, baby. We have the ability to identify and communicate. Let's take all the extra stuff out that blurs our vision. Your vision is not blurry anymore. We talked about that on the last podcast. Go back and listen to it. Or by now, if you listen to this, you should have listened to the blast podcast. And if you didn't listen to the blast podcast, that's your fault. Now I'm playing. (laughs) But really, I want you to listen to part one and part two to link these things together. And if you still need clarity because you feel like I was all over the place, just hit me up. Info at cliftonpettyjohn.com or 302-648-5544 and just put in the text, help, you confused me. But I don't think we're confused. I think we get what I was saying. I I really think we, we get it. Because I want us to get it because I want us to understand just how awesome and how amazing we are. I want us to understand how awesome and amazing our vision, our purpose, our design, our message, whatever it is that we have. I want us to know just how amazingly awesome we are, but we have to let ourselves be. Do you hear me? Let yourself be and let it go. Let it go, let it go, let it go, let it go. That's the only words I know to the song. And y'all have to excuse my voice. I just did a radio show, so that's why I might not sound real good. Cause I mean, I know I can sing. <laughs> no, I can't. But anyway, you got to let it go. You have got to let it go, baby. And embrace what's before you. Embrace what's before you. Embrace what's before you, baby. All right? If you embrace what's before you, it will not reject you. As I always say, create a great day. Walk with purpose. And by all means, guys, execute your vision. Peace. Many people define stagnation as not producing or being at a standstill. I get it. However, I would like to add a little weight to the definition and say that I may be producing. I may be moving. However, my production and my movements are disrespectful to the purpose of that's inside of me to the greatness that's inside of me. If that's going on, that's stagnation as well. And that's okay. Guess why? Because I have developed a tool. I wrote a book called From Stagnation to Transformation. And that book was written specifically for individuals that feel stuck, that feel lost that feel like they're just wandering in the wilderness, that feel like they just, I need something is just missing. It's okay. I want you to head over to wwwcliftonpettijohncom forward slash transformation. There you're going to find a complimentary portion of the book. That's right. A complimentary portion of the book. I want you to read that portion after that forward slash transformation.